the Lloyd's List Shipping Podcast. Welcome to the Lloyd's List Podcast, your weekly view on the stories shaping shipping. I'm Richard Mead, editor of Lloyd's List. I'm in London this week, but it's a pretty lonely place in the Lloyd's List newsroom because the great and the good of shipping's executive classes are all out in Hamburg attending SMM. Out there amongst them is our newshound and technology expert, Anastasios Sadamopoulos. Hello, Anas. How are you doing? Hi, Richard. I'm doing very well. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. So, SMM is uh, is a big deal most years, but um, this one feels particularly important. Can you give it, give us an overview in terms of uh, what the mood is out there this week? Yeah, so you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, it is different. Um, you need to remember that the last SMM, that was two years ago, we didn't have uh, some of these major regulations in place that we do have now, namely the sulfur cap uh, and a CO2 uh, reduction strategy. So all these things are obviously very prevalent in discussions here. Um, and overall, you know, the sense that I've been getting for the three days that I've been here uh, is, is quite positive because you need to remember that the people who are here, who are exhibiting, who are attending, are a lot of the people who are promising to offer solutions to these problems uh, that ship owners have and need to get around. So, so the feeling is definitely one of, uh, of optimism in terms of business, uh, as well as a feeling that, you know, this is finally an opportunity to showcase some of the things that technology vendors, manufacturers can offer that ship owners actually need. Yeah. I mean, it's um, uh, you and I were, were, were out in Posidonia together only a few months ago where a lot of the, you know, the same discussion points were being raised. But I get the impression from your reporting that we're talking a little bit more in terms of tangible uh, deals, in terms of actual solutions rather than the big picture stuff. Uh, fair assessment, do you think? Yeah, I think I think that's also definitely true. We're we're past that point where, you know, companies are just presenting their ideas. They're presenting the outcomes of research uh, efforts and development. Uh, so you know, there've been a, a few clear examples to this. Uh, Lloyd's Register today, for example, unveiled that it is now offering a digital twin solution for for surveying, where it effectively tracks the health uh, of vessels and their components over the life the lifetime um, to cut down on surveying and be, make it less intrusive. Uh, Inmarsat and, and Danilek also uh, unveiled together a cloud-based platform uh, that basically collates all the data of a vessel that owners can have access to and use as they like. So, you know, these are just a couple of examples of real solutions that are on display at the moment mm. um, that show that, you know, we, we they, they are here to, to say, you know, we actually have uh, products we can offer that can save you money and time yeah i mean the whole efficiency uh, drive is very much the raison d'etre of, of smm i guess but in all those cases you've just mentioned they're not necessarily new concepts uh you know the uh, the the idea of ocean going uh, lng fueled ships uh, you know that's been around the digital twin concept has, has been around but these are move these have been moved on they're much more focused on how uh, you get actual cost savings you get actual solutions it, it feels a little bit more nuts and bolts this time around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah definitely again a lot of these concepts are, are not new but you need to remember that you think they're not new in in a way because a lot of the discussions in the past are about we are looking into this we are developing this we are trying whereas now they're saying look this is the result of what we have you should take uh you should take us up on this for this that and third reason and oh. here's how much you can save and for what 
Absolutely. I mean, the, the specifics around the, um, the, the the Chinese yard uh, picking up with DMVGL, uh, the whole concept of uh, a large, I think it's 23,000 TEU uh, container mm-hmm. ship fueled by LNG. I mean, that's a that's a prime example of a, a you know design concept, I guess, that's been around for a few years, finally getting, um, you know, real life, I guess. LNG very much on the agenda uh, still, uh, I guess, out there in SMM. Do, do you feel that that is a, a debate? that's moved on now yeah de- definitely definitely i mean the, the whole lng as a fuel you know bv which is uh, classing the the cma cgm uh, 22,000 TEU vessels uh obviously reiterated his faith uh in the fuel earlier this week and and you know then we got the dmv announcement um with the chinese yard about uh for a joint development uh, program into this 23,000 TEU vessel which would be the largest ever made um, and especially LNG fuel, that's that's a huge thing. So we're past that of whether, you know, we're past the point of whether it could happen. Mm. And it's now become a competition of who does it, where, how, uh, and sort of also an advertisement of, look, this is our capability. We can do the, the bigger vessel as well. We can do it even bigger than you. Yes, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess now now is the point at which the, the, the marketing stops and the deal making starts. But um, yeah. So talk to me about uh, the report you uh, did earlier in the week where we were talking about Cargill, DNVGL and Rainmaking, the uh, startup accelerator, because they were talking about how to get these um, these startups, you know, off the ground and actually offering uh, tangible solutions. That feels to me a sort of a real development there. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Uh, this was announced earlier in late June, but what they did was sort of present uh, the progress they've made. Uh, they've been looking into potential startups that could help uh, tackle shipping's CO2 problem. Um, and all of them were, were saying how surprised they were with the, the huge response that they got from, uh, from startups. Uh, they actually had found about over 170 potential uh, candidates for these uh, for these technologies. So what they're going to do is, once they find the ones that are um, suitable, they're going to help them apply those technologies onto actual ships. Mm. So it, it's it's it is a big deal uh, in the sense that you have these two giants looking into entrepreneurs to help them uh, Which is- with what yeah. Don't get me wrong, that that is interesting, and it's certainly been a dominant theme of the last 12 months from my trips out to Singapore uh, during the maritime week there at the beginning of the year, Posidonia, and now you're picking up the same themes in SNM. I guess my concern looking at some of this is that we seem to be in a period as an industry where there's an epoch shift, and, and, and technology is developing fairly rapidly, but there's no dominant solution. The ship owners themselves as we've discussed, they're looking for tangible solutions. But in a world where you've got so many competing startups and ideas, um, effectively, you're buying flexibility because there is no dominant theme. I mean, is that is that something that uh, that you're getting from from this week at all? It absolutely is because and this and this whole exercise is a good example, because what they're looking for is technologies that they haven't yet found. So you're, you're absolutely right. There is this uncertainty. And I guess looking into people who, are, who have the interest and the time to develop them um, is, is one way of getting around that. But I think this is going to be a recurring theme for years to come. Uh, this is not going to be we're not going to have a standard technology or fuel or anything like that uh, anytime soon. 
I think. So we're no. still in early days of, of this of this uh, whole process. And it's an interesting point, uh, you know, this inflection point for the ship owners who are, you know, looking for tangible solutions amid this sort of hunt for flexibility. And we've got great ideas and we've got a lot of people talking very compellingly about, uh, you know, the, the, the shift, the transition and people criticizing, I guess, the um, the fact that LNG and scrubbers is, is really a, a transitional interim uh, solution. But ultimately, if you're, if you're talking about reducing greenhouse gases by 2050, uh, you know, the, these conversations just don't seem to be happening with enough pace for me at the moment. Yeah, I think, you know, the, this this decision that, you, you know, the, the commitment that you just mentioned for 2050, which is slashing at least slashing uh, shipping emissions by at least 50 percent by mm. 2050. You know, that that's something that was made in April. And I think people are still getting their heads around it uh, and haven't quite realized the scale of the change that is needed. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's exercises like these that show that some players at least understand that interim fuels like LNG uh, or technology like scrubbers are just not going to cut it. So it, it's, it's, it's the usual thing that happens in shipping, I think, where I think some people um, just, you know, catch on much faster than others. Yes. Well, we will see. There's a few more sort of uh, waypoints in the year where we will be picking up a, a lot of these themes. And this is, uh, you know, I think these are hot topics that are certainly not going to go away. But I think we're going to probably leave it there for this week. Anas, thank you very much. Um, to our listeners, um, uh, apologies for the um, slightly poor sound quality this week. Uh, uh, despite the fact that Anas is, is talking about the cutting edge of technology, uh, I have to inform you that uh, he is broadcasting uh, from between a car and a tractor somewhere on the outskirts of Hamburg right now via a mobile hotspot so uh, this, this is the way we roll over at Lloyd's List but uh, uh, God bless you and thank you very much for sticking with us Anastas this week thank you Richard okay. <laughs> alright thanks very much we'll come back to you next week cheers